right, guys. Welcome back to the Haven Podcast. It's good to have you back. Uh, we apologize for the long wait for this next episode. We've, you know, we've been dealing with life, but it's your host Dre and it's Jazz. And we're uh, we're glad to be back. We're glad to be doing this. Um, kind of just give you like a little rundown of everything that's been going on since <laughs> the last time we've done this. Um, yeah, so we've moved. You know, originally we were in Florida the last time we done this, but we moved to Colorado, and it's beautiful out here. We yeah. love it. Um, anything you want to say? Yeah, I mean, yeah, the last time we actually came on the podcast, and some of us being in Florida, and since we recorded, I think a little bit after we recorded, I actually got into back-to-back car accidents that I didn't really speak speak on and um that caused just a little like ptsd and stuff and then like with us having to move also a little bit like right after that happened it was just so much going on so we kind of just i'm not gonna say fell off the face of the earth but we went and tucked ourselves away and in, in, inside of our shells just to pretty much regroup and do everything that we needed to do to get things together for our family um with the situation that we were dealing with i'm not sure if you if everybody knows but you know andre used to be in the air force back when we were in florida and then he joined the space force and the space force is actually what brought us out here in Colorado to get back on track um because it was it, it was stressful a little bit right after those back-to-back car accidents one one was by myself and then the next one it was with the family involved and even though they weren't like huge car accidents and everybody was okay it was just still like a real stressful stressful time for us and then with us finding out that we were moving we only had really a couple months to prepare so it caused some stress and made us just kind of just go inside go into our shells and just be tucked away but it's it's really good to be back like i said colorado has gave us so many more opportunities that breath of fresh air that we honestly both needed I feel like yeah I definitely agree um and just everything you said like you said we we took that time to focus on ourselves focus on our family and this podcast episode is going to be touching up on just dealing with mental health dealing with stressors because you know I'm pretty sure you guys have dealt with so much and we have to you know life has this way of knocking you down and as human beings just as individuals we have to find ways to you know pick ourselves back up and keep pushing Mm -hmm. so that's going to be our topic for this week's podcast episode is mental health and dealing with you know life stressors so let's just hop right into it yeah so you know, mental health, it's a, you know, that's a pretty broad topic because there's so many different things, you know, that go into it, whether it's just the stress that you're dealing with, whether it's anxiety, you know, so many things can be triggers, you know, whether it's childhood trauma, whether it's just stress at work, you know, financial stress, you know, dealing with things at home, family. Yeah. You know, we, we all have, you know, the family members who uh, can definitely know how to push the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, life has a way of hitting you from all different angles. And my best advice 
when it comes to dealing with those things is don't be afraid to just take a step back especially family members definitely you know set those boundaries if you have to At, at the end of the day you are your you know main hero and you can also be your worst enemy yeah you are you have to take care of yourself mentally physically emotionally spiritually all those things matter and sometimes life is going to hit you with something and you feel helpless hopeless you feel like there's no way out of it and me and my wife can contest that i promise you there's nothing that you are going to go through where you can't find a way out of it yeah. right then and there you might feel hopeless you might feel dark you know you might not be able to see the light but you just got to keep pushing forward keep walking you know and eventually you're going to see that little glimpse of the light hang on to it and you know ride that train until you get out of there because right. nothing lasts forever and even when it comes to depression that's not a permanent thing yeah no it can sometimes feel like this feeling is gonna last forever but it's like i know for myself like it started to get to the point especially after car accidents and then also lost a couple of loved ones like back to back i've i genuinely felt like i just was not going to get myself out of a hole but like you said it only takes that little glimpse of of the light at the end of that tunnel or just in that tunnel and it's like after that once that light is up you have to keep trying to shine that light you don't want to try to live in the dark you don't want that to consume you and it's like after so long of you just burying the depression and burying the darkness it's going to eventually consume you it's going to do more than just absorb you and it's like Nobody wants to live in that state of mind. Our minds is one of the most powerful things. So it's like it needs to be filled with most of the positive thoughts, positive affirmations, just positive feelings and stuff. You know, all the negative thoughts that also cause us negative emotions, negative toxins are then being um, released through your body. So it's like it never really helps. So it's like you really do have to find what works for you, coping mechanisms coping mechanisms that fit you fit your lifestyle fit your schedule and things like that it'll just help you get through those depressed and dark times because like i stated you don't want it to absorb you and to consume you um like a sponge that it's just it's just not a good feeling and it makes you feel like it's just gonna last way longer than what it really is and it's like it's not i totally totally agree and just to touch up on your mind being, you know, one of the most powerful tools that you have in your arsenal. It can work against you and it can work for you. You know, if you allow the negative thoughts, the negative feelings that you continue to have racing through your mind to take over, it can affect you just more than on a mental level. Mm-hmm. It can affect you on a physical level. You can start getting sick, you know, all those chemicals that your brain is releasing is going to affect your body and it's going to eventually start causing more and more problems you're going to find yourself in the hospital for whatever reason whether it's you know stomach problems chest problems you know all these things all tie into each other 
though. Just how you can sit here and cause, you know, damage to your body by having these negative thoughts. You know, vice versa, you can sit here and have positive things happening by having those positive thoughts. Yeah. You know, whenever you're going through a stressful time or something negative happens, always try to counteract it with a positive thought. And I'm a big believer on that. Yeah, I know you always tell me <laughs> whenever I have like my little moments where I'm, you know, being a little negative and I'm saying negative things, you know, you always tell me to try to replace that one negative thought with three good positive thoughts, you know, uh, because that one negative thought, it really does release so many negative toxins in your body. And like you stated, also, man, I'm also a person that can testify to stress causing health problems. I like recently um, found out that I had a stomach ulcer. And man, once the doctor like just explained to me where stomach ulcer come from, what it does, like what the main triggers are. Really, the main trigger is stress. And I know that I was um, pretty stressed out around that time because, again, that was around the time when I lost a couple loved ones. I lost my grandfather. And then days later, like I think like a day or two later, I lost a cousin of mine, one that I was fairly close with um, back at home. So it's like I was just really, really, really um, stressed out during that time. But it's like I thought I was doing really well with the stress. But then my body slowly started to show me that I was not handling the stress as well as I should have been. It was like a wake-up call. And like I said, and like what Dre stated, you don't want it to get to that point because at that point, it's like you're not only losing yourself, but your body is now starting to fight itself due to your thoughts, due to your stress. You have to know how to control that stress. And that's something that I also think is an ongoing learning process throughout life because you know as you get older you start to deal with different types of life stressors you know you you go through different phases of life so it's like of course while you go through those different phases it's going to come with different types of stressors Mm -hmm. so it's a constant learning process so it's something that you have to be willing to do and have to be willing to just be open-minded to as well to the coping mechanisms that can help you during those times so it's it's just really important, man. Mental health is like it's really not a joke um, because it's it's not just your mental health; it's also your your body. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And while you were talking, and when you brought up the whole different phases of life, you kind of deal with different stressors. It kind of made me think about how, as a high school student I remember feeling stressed about certain things and I just couldn't wait to become an adult where I wouldn't have to deal with certain stuff as far as this you know all the different rules you had to deal with being (laughs) in your parents you know house and stuff you just couldn't wait to move out and have your own life and be able to just do whatever you want it seemed like a amazing dream and then reality hit me and you know, real life hit me, and it's just like being an adult sucks. You know, <laughs> facts. <laughs> it, it's, it's literally ninety percent working. The other five percent is, you know, paying bills and you know, 
somewhere in between that and you're like you're trying to make the best out of it <laughs> you know and just even becoming a parent you know that's that's a yeah. whole that's a whole new playing field yeah you know, the ball to, game <laughs> trying to you know raise your child constantly questioning questioning whether or not you are doing the best that you can you know are you being a good dad are you being a good mom mm-hmm. you know all those questions are constantly you know being you know presented to you within your own mind and when your kid starts acting up or they start you know misbehaving you start just questioning yourself you know, questioning yourself you start pointing a finger at yourself like is it my fault you know did I do something to you know steer her on this route and you know as a father and as a parent you know I gotta just remind myself like hey you got a toddler you know toddlers can be a little pain in the ass sometimes and they have their home they have their moments you know and it's just like just like how as a parent and where I'm at in my life right now, I'm dealing with my own stresses. You know, I have to remind myself, even though they're only three and they really don't really know what real stress is, they're still dealing with their own form of stress. Yeah. Because at one point in my life, I was a high school student stressing about stuff that today wouldn't even phase me mm-hmm. because of the things I've gone through, the things that I've been through. And it, it just being able to reflect back on that and like you know realize like hey you know I remember at a time in my life I was going through this specific thing and I felt completely hopeless I feel like I wasn't going to be able to get through it but I'm here today and I may be dealing with something else that is even harder even worse but the fact that I got through that I keep telling myself like hey if I got through everything else I know this isn't going to be able to stop me either right yeah, I mean, I agree. Like, I have to say high school was also one of those big eye-openers for me, too. Like, it's like once I graduated and you got out into the real world, it really was, like, it's like culture shock. <laughs> like, going from being in the house with your parents to, you know, having a schedule every day. You know, when we were in high school... We would wake up at a certain time. We would go to classes at a certain time. So it was going from out of that and then going into the adult world on top of still having somewhat of that same structure, which is just like we had to report to school. We have to report to work and we have a work schedule, but on top of adult life things. And like you stated, between just a regular adult life and then also being a parent and still having to take care of yourself, it's it's honestly something that is also an ongoing learning process and growing process something that you have to be patient with you have to be patient with your spouse your significant other if you have any children you have to be patient with them as well because this is all something that everybody is going through everybody that's involved is going through it as well and it's something that we're all having to you know kind of readjust to as we go through life so i actually agree like i said it's um it's been a journey, but I think another good thing that makes it not so bad is having that support. Yeah. Like, 
like I stated, we're all in this together. So just knowing that I have a significant other or knowing that I have my daughter here with me, if anybody else have kids and significant others, or even just friends, having just people, some someone there with you while you're going through your stressors, don't be afraid to talk and open up either. You know, you have that support system for a reason. So it was like, use it. So I think that also, uh, has helped out some, of course, just having my family with me while I go through these things because I wouldn't want to go through any of this stuff with anybody else, for sure. So it's like just knowing that we, we might be going through something, but we're going to grow through it as well. So why not grow through it and take on everything that I can and just try to find the positive through every little thing that we go through. Like I stated, I mean, at least we're here together going through it. We could be doing this shit alone with no friends, no family, no nothing, like literally nobody. Yeah. And there's people that's out here that actually, you know, do that. So yeah, that mental health thing, man, it's uh, it's something, <laughs> yeah, I mean, something it's, you wanna take serious. Yeah, it's, it's definitely not a joke, man. It's, you know, I'm pretty sure everyone knows someone who's taken their own life, you know, because of depression, you know, committed suicide, and it's it's a it's a serious thing. So like um, your your brain, your own thoughts can drive you mad. Sorry, your own your own thoughts can drive you mad and push you to do things that you know you wouldn't do in a normal headspace. Yeah, and being able to have someone there is important being able to rely on friends family is great but let's be real not everyone has that has that opportunity but still reach out talk to someone it doesn't matter if it's a counselor it doesn't matter you know you go see a therapist it doesn't matter who it is even if you it's a random stranger like being able to get some of that stuff off your chest know it's not something easy to do because hey we've all been there where it's just like hey this is my own problem this is the things that I'm dealing with by myself and it's just like I don't want to add any of my baggage on to what other people got going on because you know let's be real everybody is going through this thing called life and we're all dealing with our own stressors we're all dealing with you know constant obstacles yeah. but at the end of the day being able to get some of this stuff off your chest, you know, is, it, it makes a humongous difference. It, it seriously does. Yeah. And even if you want to reach out to us, you know, we don't yeah. mind. Yeah. I, like, I know I don't mind. Um, you can message me. I know some of you guys follow me on Facebook um, and, and on Instagram, I'll gladly say all of my socials. You can just find me on Facebook at my name, Jaslyn Russell. And then on uh, Instagram, you can find me at Jaslyn Amani, J-Z-L-Y-N-N-I-M-A-N-I. And like he stated, if you guys ever need someone to talk to, please feel free to reach out to Andre or I. Because um, I'd rather you talk about it than to make a permanent decision out of a temporary feeling. It might feel permanent in that moment. You might think that this feeling is permanent, but you don't want to make a permanent decision off of a temporary feeling. Yeah. 
and I, I can attest that I've been there. I've contemplated, you know, taking my own life before I've, you know, you know, we're not going to sugarcoat anything on this podcast, but it's like I've been in a dark place before. I've I've been in a dark head space to where it's just like I felt hopeless, you know, I felt alone. I felt like I didn't have anyone to turn to. And it's just like, it was just my mind telling me that in reality, it's like you always have someone that you can come to, you know. It's your anxiety. It's your negative thoughts. It's your mind telling you otherwise. You feel helpless. You feel alone. You feel like you can't turn to anyone. You feel like a burden, you know. And it's like you have to do everything in your power to counteract those negative thoughts. And, you know, you got to keep reminding yourself, like, hey, there's so much more that I want to experience in this world. There's so much more that I want to do in this world. And it's just like I'm not going to allow this one negative impact on me to have such a humongous impact on me where I can't continue to thrive and live the life that I know I can live on this earth. Thanks. But all seriousness, like, don't hesitate to reach out to someone. Don't hesitate to talk to someone because last thing you know this world needs is for you to take your own life that's the last thing this world needs because you never know what you really are meant to be doing on this earth you know everybody has some type of positive impact you know in someone's life and by committing such a horrendous act by taking your own life it's like you could have made a difference in someone's life by staying here you could have made a difference in so many other people's lives you know that with no matter what it is that you're trying to do you know whether it's trying to become a teacher a lawyer a doctor you know even if you're just working at a grocery store you're always having some type of effect on someone's life because all those interactions play some type of factor you know even if it's such a small interaction you're affecting people's lives every day and I- I'm here to tell you that you matter mm-hmm. but uh, something else that I want to touch up on is uh, anxiety I know for me I I don't really deal with it as much. But I know my wife, she deals with anxiety. So I know she can touch up on it a lot more than I can. Yeah. Um, anxiety is one of those things that can also affect you to the point to where you're not yourself. Um, I know there's different types of anxiety. I think I kind of deal with just regular anxiety but also social anxiety oh my goodness oh oh my goodness like i think my social anxiety is probably a little bit worse than my regular anxiety honestly because if i'm just around too many people i find myself getting nervous i find my hands getting clammy um i'm a huge person that is 
I'm a person that's huge on being able to read a room. Mm -hmm. So it's like just reading a room also will get my anxiety going, which is another reason why I'm like, oh, let me just let me just stay home while I feel tucked away in my shell because I genuinely do not like being around crowds. But sometimes when I'm around crowds, like my anxiety gets to the point to where sometimes I might have trembles, my hands get clammy. I seriously have to just walk out of whatever room or building I'm in to just take some fresh air, um, take a couple deep breaths as well, and just bring myself back to like reality. Because sometimes anxiety is one of those things that can also just make you feel like you're not you, you're not here, you're not present and honestly fuck that feeling like fuck your anxiety don't let that absorb you like it's just a distraction it's literally just that little that little voice in your head that's trying to distract you and get you back into like a dark hole or just test you and like I said fuck that um one of the things that's honestly helped my anxiety like I stated is deep breaths and just fresh air like I can't make this up my anxiety um, used to be really bad, especially back when I was in high school. Right after I graduated, I had just dealt with so much um, to the point to where I was just nervous all the time. I was nervous around people. I was nervous just even around myself. That's how bad it had got. But since just being able to truly sit the time out to meditate, sit the time out to catch some sunlight, do some deep breaths, um, keep my mind occupied as well. If I feel like an anxiety attack or something is about to happen, go ahead and bring myself down. Do something to distract that, like to push that feeling away and to just release that feeling, such as just writing, listening to music. Oh my gosh, music. Music is also another thing that has helped my anxiety, mm-hmm. especially social anxiety too. Um, I'll easily go to the store put my airpods in and just zone out um i try to just only have one in because you just never know uh, what's around you know your surroundings so just being aware but man music deep breaths meditating and just i know like andre stated he's all about positive thoughts when i feel an anxiety attack or something coming on i immediately go ahead and just chant over myself I am calm, I am calm, I am calm. And it's like, you you have to truly do that and, and believe it. Do not let that feeling just take over you. Um, I, I genuinely deal with that a lot when it comes to going out in stores. Like it's something that I have now gotten to the point to where I'm a little bit more comfortable with going out to the stores, but it used to be like to a point where I just did not enjoy going out. And it's like, that's not a good feeling either. Like, I know I'm a homebody, but I also don't want to keep myself from going out because of my anxiety. I don't want that to keep me back from many more opportunities and things like that. Because even though I, I'm i aware that I might have that social anxiety or I do have that social anxiety, but it's like, I don't want to miss out on any opportunities. And I can miss out on a lot of opportunities if I let that just control me and just take over my life so I've gradually gotten better here and there so it's like you you really have to you don't want to overthink it but 
be realistic with yourself. You you can't shut yourself out just because of your anxiety. You can't let that take over you because it's only going to just do more harm than good. It's not going to bring any good to your life if you just let it take over your life. So, yeah. Yeah. And something else I want to touch up on is, yeah, I know you've been talking about mental health and like the things that you're battling within your, within your own your own mind and your own body but something else I want to touch up on is like just being there for people you know kind of you know if you know someone they're a friend family member and you see them see them acting off or you see them acting different you know they're usually in a go-getter happy mood and they just seem like a completely different individual you know one day don't be scared to ask them what's wrong. You know, like being in your head, you know, being depressed, you know, just having one of those days where you're down and out, you're going to you're going to start acting differently. And the people who really care about you, the people who really know you for who you are, they're going to notice. And if you are one of those people who notice like, hey, you know, my, my best friend is sitting here you know, not being themselves, they seem off today, you know, instead of kind of just brushing it off, be there for them, ask them what's wrong, even if they say, oh, I'm fine, you know, I know no one kind of wants to be a pest and keep, you know, poking, poking at something, like, because, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe they're just tired, maybe they just had a long night, you know, maybe it might just be something real small, some something simple but don't worry about being annoying and pissing them off because if it, it takes something as small as you sitting here worrying about them and asking them if they're okay to ruin a friendship or ruin a bond that you have with that person and it was never a real bond in the first place you know but don't, don't ever be afraid to ask someone, are they okay? Don't ever be afraid to actually check on people. You know, I, I do mental check-ins with my my friends all the time. You know, because we may not talk consistently every day. And we may not be, you know, asking each other on a daily basis. Like, hey, how did, how did today go? You know, but I make sure... To make a priority to be like, hey, you know, I know it's been a minute, but, you know, how you doing? You know, everything good? You know, how's life treating you? You know, make sure to let them know, like, hey, I'm here for them. You know, and I love them, care about them. You know, do the same thing for my wife, you know, and my family. Like, you got to take care of your people. And you also got to take care of yourself. Yeah. That's right. That's really all you can do. Yeah. Uh, something else I wanted to touch up on is uh, dealing with postpartum depression. Um, you know, not a lot of people really know what that is. And like as far as dealing with postpartum depression, it's something that a pregnant woman deals with after they give birth. And it's a real thing. Um, just 
going through the entire pregnancy, you have to realize that as a woman, there's so many chemicals consistently being released within, you know, a woman's body because, you know, they're releasing certain chemicals just to help the baby grow. Certain chemicals are being released because, you know, she's pregnant and her body is going through so many changes, you know. Just the mental stressors that a woman deals with being pregnant and just watching her own body, you know, go through all these changes is already a lot. Yeah. And then you add all the chemicals that are consistently being released the entire nine months. And then even afterwards. is is a lot. Yeah. And it's just like the best thing I can equate to is like imagine you know there there are people that are drug addicts and you know drugs are literally substance abuse and you're literally you know taking in certain chemicals and it's just like you quit that cold turkey you know you start going through withdrawals you start dealing with so many different things on a mental and physical level you know after a woman has a baby it's like you go nine months of consistently dealing with all these chemicals being released into your body and then it's just like boom the baby's gone now it's like your body stops releasing all those chemicals your body's trying to go back to normal yeah and it's not like a immediate immediate thing It, it takes a long time and i think that's the other thing that people like forget when it comes to postpartum depression honestly it's not talked about enough you don't always get it right after you have a baby Mm -hmm. you can see postpartum depression if i'm not mistaken up to like a year after you have the baby like even a year after you've had the baby you could you could start to exhibit symptoms of postpartum depression and Honestly, like I stated, it's something that is not talked about enough in relationships while each parent is going through motherhood and fatherhood, even just the dad tagging alone, even though the dad is not the one that's pregnant. I know when I was pregnant with Andre, I mean, not when I was pregnant and Andre and I were together, every time I wanted to eat, I was like, you got to eat with me. Like, every time I just wanted to do something, like, I, I really wanted him there as well. So, it's like, there's there's also another such thing as daddy blues. And it's, of course, not similar to postpartum depression because they don't really have those hormones. But it's just also, you know, like, the dad just trying to help out with the mom dealing with everything that she's dealing with from postpartum depression and helping the baby in the middle of the night and things like that. Like, it could start to affect dad's mental health as well. And, again, these are things that do not have to happen right after you had the baby. It can take months. It could take a year or so for you to start to show those symptoms and realize something's going on. Like, you know, I'm not myself. I don't feel right and things like that. Um, I know for me, I think when I realized that I was going through it was when I stopped doing those little things that made me feel good. And I was just strictly taking care of the baby. Like, I was not taking care of myself at all. 
I wasn't doing anything for myself. I mean, of course I was getting up, brushing my teeth, washing my face and things like that. But there were days where I just, I literally would not get dressed. Like I would be in my pajamas and then I'll just change into like some of the most bummy clothes. And if you know me, you know, I do like to lounge around in bummy clothes, like sweatpants and stuff like that. But when I say it was extreme, you guys, it was pretty extreme. Like I wasn't combing my hair, I wasn't brushing my hair. I was literally just doing the very, very bare minimum and I started to notice that I was like losing myself. Um, I know another thing that I was really into prior to me getting pregnant with my lovely daughter was working out and things like that. It took me so long to get back into working out and to just get back into just a simple routine of just walking daily, trying to lose like that weight. And I think that was another cause um, of my postpartum depression was realizing how much weight I gained. Uh, I know a lot of my friends and if you follow me on any of my social medias or if you know me in real life, then you know I was so skinny in high school. I started off at 140 and I delivered at 210. I dealt with a lot during my pregnancy, um, like bone structure wise and things like that. So I thought, you know, once I dropped the baby, I was just going to snap right back. <laughs> it is not just an easy snap back for everybody. Okay. And that's even with me working out trying to get back a routine. It took me, I think, two years to like fully get back into a good workout routine to get my weight back where it was and things like that so it's it's something that is also like when it comes to mental health like even while you're pregnant and afterwards you have to take care of yourself you have to be self-aware of those things that you no longer do when it comes to taking care of yourself taking care of others just being there for your family you have to be aware of that and that was one thing that like took me some time to realize after I had my daughter like that I wasn't myself I was literally only taking care of her and that was it like I wasn't giving anything else any time it was literally just her and everything else like I was just so zoned out away from it like I completely pushed everything else away I wasn't talking to friends I wasn't I literally wasn't doing anything nothing nothing for myself not a damn thing and I literally like focused my day strictly around my daughter I was so nervous so nervous and just so wound up in my emotions that all I wanted to do was just take care of her like I was like oh my gosh I have this new baby and <laughs> I just want to make sure she's okay I don't want to do anything else I carried her for nine months I think that that was another thing uh, I carried her for nine months and I knew that she was in my belly and she was safe in there. And then when I had her, I'm like, oh shit, I really just had a baby and she's really here in the real world. And it's like, I knew when she was in my tummy, I was the one that was protecting her. I was the one that was, you know, making sure she was getting those nutrients and everything. So it's like just having her cold turkey, <laughs> you know, like within a day and then she's here and it's like, not only do I have to take care of her, but it's like, I also have to now allow other people to take care of her. When I say that, I mean like daycare, schools, things like that. I'm allowing other people into her life. That thought, those thoughts were literally just all overflowing my brain. 
And I know that probably didn't help my postpartum depression because I'm literally just worrying, just worrying just to be worrying. And it's like, you don't want to think like that. <laughs> like, it's true that you do have to deal with those things, but they don't have to be bad. Um, it doesn't have to be a bad experience. It's just, it's new. It's something that I was new at. It was my first time being, you know, first time mom. So it was like everything was just genuinely trying to take over all of those thoughts were trying to take over during that time. And like I said, it took took me about a year realizing and I, I even had a good friend. She also helped me realize it, too. When Dre deployed, um, I had to go back home and I stayed with his lovely uh, his loving mom and his family. And they assisted me and my daughter while he was deployed. And I had a good friend that was there who was also a. Uh, a good support system she also helped me realize that i was not myself that's what i'm saying please reach out to your friends if you notice that they're off or if they just aren't themselves if it's been some time since you heard from them just reach out to them it's a simple hey how are you just check in because you never know like what andre said what that one text message would do for someone yeah. so it's like just having her my friend and then having his family some of my family but between my friend myself and Andre like they they all helped me realize that you know there's there's more to motherhood besides just being a mother you also have to take care of yourself and if you don't take care of yourself who else is going to do that nobody can do that better than you can even while pregnant afterwards and it's like it's a process it's definitely i would say a, a self-love journey as well once you realize that you are going through postpartum depression because it's like you have to start to embrace those things that you're struggling with and you have to make those changes in your life yeah. and i know you know postpartum depression also comes with the body changes the chemical changes you have to just figure out what works for you and go from there it's gonna be a trial and error thing but it's like it's better to be in the trial and error process than to just not be doing anything and just absorbing the depression because that's also not good for the baby that's another thing babies can sense everything babies are not stupid not slow babies have been here before i'm a firm <laughs> believer in that i know i feel like mine has mine act like she has been here so many times <laughs> So it's like you don't want to be in that stage for too long because baby's going to start to absorb those feelings. Baby's going to start realizing that. Baby's going to start feeling that. And baby's going to start then reacting to the way that you're acting. That's what I'm saying. Please, please, please reach out and get the help. Do not be afraid of the help. I know some of us are very strong and feel like we can just deal with it all. You don't have to be that strong. Like, you do not have to be that strong. Please reach out to somebody. Get the help. Seek help. Talk to someone, anyone. Even if you want to do it anonymously with us. Like, I'm pretty sure Dre and I, we can figure out a way to set something up. If you wanted to reach out anonymously. Just to talk. Perfectly fine with that. Yeah, I'll see if I can set some up. Um, I know, like, on our socials, we have our link tree um, link on there. So it has 
the link to everything just the link to get to our podcasts if you want to listen to them and uh, links to get to our socials uh, add a link on there to where you can you know ask a question anonymously and you know reach out to us if you need to um, it's a little off topic but kind of just while we were talking about the whole postpartum thing it had me thinking like as your husband and as a man like you know the entire time you were going through your pregnancy like you know I was reading up on different things and just all the things that women deal with while being pregnant just kind of do my best to just understand what you're going through and just be able to be there for you as much as possible you know but the entire time you were talking I was thinking like you know we know so many people who you know they have a baby together and while they're going through the whole pregnancy thing you know they're still together and it's just like you know they have the baby shower they're there together and baby comes you know they're there together and then boom after the baby gets there you know you they separate you know like how I was thinking like do you feel like the postpartum thing plays a factor into that you know because like we said like there's so many people who really don't know what postpartum is or yeah. understand what postpartum is and it's just like you feel like mm-hmm. the lack of knowledge and you know yeah. not knowing that plays a humongous role in why so many couples separate after the baby gets there because you have the woman going through postpartum and dealing with all these things and as the male who would be ignorant to that not knowing like hey you know the mother of my child is going through all this and she's acting the way she's acting because of postpartum and she's just trying to find herself again she's trying to love herself again so I definitely think it does play a huge factor um, more than it should be like more than it's discussed honestly it should be discussed a lot more frequent I'm a firm believer in that because like you said if you have someone that's lacking the knowledge of postpartum depression and the significant other is having a postpartum depression episode where she's lashing out in emotions. No, it's not right, but that's what she's going through. It's normal for a pregnant woman to go through that. If you have someone that lacks that knowledge, they aren't going to know how to support, you know, their significant other while they go through that. They're going to think of like a typical, oh man, you just trip an argument or something like that. Or, you know, it's a mild misunderstanding that went from being a mild misunderstanding to now a severe argument where we're cussing at each other and calling each other names and things like that when it's really just, she just needs that support. She needs to be calmed down. She needs maybe a body massage. She just needs a hug, needs to get out of the house, you know. If you have somebody that does not know what postpartum depression is, it can most definitely end a marriage, end a 
relationship. It can also end friendships as well. If you have just people who lack the knowledge of postpartum depression, it can ruin relationships. And I think another thing is, is just people like deciding not to even consider what a pregnant woman could be through after you know she's had that that baby even though it might not be postpartum depression just being tired you know and being just mentally exhausted it doesn't even have to be postpartum depression if you just do not understand how the female body works after having a baby from carrying a baby to delivering in just 24 hours if you don't understand like that process it it's gonna be something that could be pretty challenging for you and for that relationship that friendship that partnership whatever it is and i think another thing that um i'll kind of think about here and there sometimes gotta think about the people who lose the baby mm-hmm. they have to deal with postpartum depression and the loss yeah. so you have people who are out here lacking the knowledge of postpartum depression and then they've also lost a little one and it's like i can't even imagine like the pain that my soul and body would just feel you know after carrying a kid for nine months and then you know suddenly just losing him or her and it's like i still have to live my life and you know just continue to push on so it's like you genuinely need that support while you're pregnant and after pregnancy because it's like if you don't it can be real ugly it can be real nasty and it's like both people who are involved they both need the support dads need the support too because again while women are going through the postpartum depression you got to think about how that affects the dad who's also there with you you know he has to see you go go through that yes he's supporting you but you know he's also picking up the slack and wherever you know you may lack so it's like that can be a little overwhelming as well so it's like you really have to just be there for each other don't be afraid to research 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 ask ask questions talk to people if if you're feeling off if you're having any type of emotions feelings negative thoughts thoughts of harming yourself or others just reach out um but yeah i I definitely feel like it's something that can ruin relationships and it's honestly quite sad because it's something that can be it's something that can definitely be fixed it's just you have to have the knowledge and you have to be willing have to be willing to go 50 50 have to be willing to Just be able to help each other and support each other and communicate. Also, that's another big thing is communication. Communication will always be key. I think we all know that. But it's like, especially during a a time like that, after having a baby, it's really big on, like, you should be really big on communicating. If you need to get out, just be real. Be real with the mom or be real with the dad. Look, I just need to, I just need some time to get away, to take care of yourself. And there's nothing wrong with that. You're not abandoning the kid. You're not abandoning abandoning anybody. You know, you want to take care of yourself. 
And it's like, if you feel like you aren't being taken care of, still, again, speak up, speak up, talk. Because the other person isn't going to know what you need if you don't say anything either. Um, of course, if you're unaware that you're going through this, again, the lack of knowledge, of course, just state how you feel. That's a start. It's just still stating how you feel. It's just speaking up. Something don't feel right. I'm just not myself. I'm a little down today. I just feel overwhelmed. Whatever it is, just speak up, man. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I just want to put out there, whether it's postpartum, whether it's just depression, whether you're just feeling off, whether, you know, you're just having a rough day, whether it's just stress, whatever it is that you're dealing with right now, just take a deep breath, you know, you have the ability to get through anything, the human body, the human brain is as resilient as we allow it to be, take care of yourself, take care of yourself, mind, body, and soul, you know, set little goals for yourself, you know, every day, you know, whenever you achieve a goal, you know, we've all, you know, done something where we achieved something in our lives and it made us feel good. Just set little minor goals for yourself throughout the day. So you have those little moments where it's like, okay, I feel good about myself today. Like, even though this bad thing happened, you know, I still got this, this, and that done. You know, go run, go work out, you know. Yeah, I know no one really likes to work out you know you got you got some workout junkies out there but at the end of the day it's like for me i'm not a big fan of running you know i love the bench and stuff but like as far as actually going to the gym and working out it's not my favorite pastime however you know it does help as far as like stressful days it's like going in there and just you know knocking out some reps you know you know some cardio machines and just kind of getting lost and you know, just trying to make it to whatever goal I set for myself, whether it's just trying to run two miles or whether it's just trying to finish within a certain amount of time, you know, allowing yourself to, like, set that goal and just getting lost in something, it makes your mind stop worrying about whatever it was that you were thinking about, you know. Find things throughout your day to help you get through whatever stressors that you're going through because I promise you there's nothing that you're dealing with right now that you won't be able to get through you know me and my wife can attest that we've been through so many things and then it was at times where we felt like you know when we felt helpless it was like what are we going to do and <laughs> we're here in Colorado Springs you know living a good life happy you know and it's just like if you would have asked us right then and that in that moment that we would be here <laughs> we probably would have told you no <laughs> you know? yep no <laughs> but we got here because you know we we kept pushing forward you know we kept believing in ourselves you know we relied on each other you know relied on our friends and our family and you know we believed that this this stressful situation this this thing that we're dealing with that is causing us so much you know 
turmoil in our lives right now is only temporary. And we kept telling ourselves that we're going to be fine. We're going to be okay. And now we got each other. That's all you really can do. Keep telling yourself it's going to be all right. And keep pushing forward. Because in reality, it is going to be okay. You know? And time heals all wounds. And just like in time, the thing that you're dealing with right now, literally later on down the road, will become a minute memory that... Like, oh damn, I really did go through all that shit. But I got through it and I'm proud of myself. You know? So, before uh, we end this podcast episode, is there anything else you want to put out there for our listeners? Um, I think the only thing I just wanted to say, if you also don't feel comfortable reaching out to us, you can also reach out to the National Suicide Prevention lifeline if you have thoughts of harming yourself or others you can always give them a call at 1-800-273-8255 but again you guys just feel free to give us a text call whichever suits you and we'll try to get back in touch with you you know of course when we can but we're both really good about responding to um people when it comes to mental health it's just one thing both trey and i do not play about it's just been so much lost when it comes to mental health um here lately so again if you don't feel comfortable reaching out to us feel free to reach out to them we love you guys and i just appreciate you guys for being so patient with us um as we've gone through this journey um we're gonna try to start back giving you guys more episodes and things like that on a routine basis um we missed you guys dearly and i look forward to speaking more with you guys and letting you guys listen to us all right thank you for tuning in and we'll try to push out another episode next week you know you guys have a good night good afternoon or a good morning whatever time it is that you guys are listening to (laughs) but peace out bye How 